0: Welcome and thank you so much for joining in to Rusty Moy, your host and most importantly your informative individual that gives you nothing but meaningful content. If you're new to the channel, I am Rusty Moy and I will be giving you the tea on many different episodes, many different real-life issues, and etc. But on this episode, MSG is the tea. A lot of us like items that have MSG in it, but we don't know that it has MSG. We don't know that it's unhealthy, but our body craves for it. So if that's you, or you know someone, tune in, don't go anywhere. So, is MSG truly unhealthy? All you need to know and much more. Well, in addition to being naturally presented in certain foods, it's a common food additive in Chinese recipes, canned veggies and soups and other processed goods. Our body craves for it, guys. For years, MSG has been viewed as an unhealthy ingredient. However, newer researchers question the accuracy of the pre-ported adverse effects on human health. So, MSG and what current advice has to say about health effects is to follow. So, what is MSG? MSG is a sort I'm sorry, MSG is a short for monosodium glutamate. Okay. That's it in a nutshell. And then it's a flavor enhancer derived from L glamic acid, which is a naturally present in many foods. L glamic acid is a non-essential amino acid, meaning that your body can produce it by itself and doesn't need to get it from food. Okay? By itself, guys. Can you believe that? It's true. MSG is a white, odorless, crystalline powder commonly used as a food additive. In the food industry, it is known as E621. So take your pens out, take your journals, take notes because this has something to do with your health, the little ones, mom and dad, friend, neighbor, coworker, and you want to know this. It dissolves easily in water, separating into sodium and free glutamate. Okay, it's made by terminating carb sources like sugar beet, sugar cane, and molasses. Okay, there's no chemical difference between the glutamic acid found naturally in some foods and that's found in MSG. This means your body can't differentiate between the two types. Okay, so this where it gets tricky. Listen up. MSG has a specific taste known as Uma. The fifth basic taste, alongside sweet, sour, salty, and bitter, Uma has a meaty flavor that refers to the presence of proteins in food. Okay? Besides MSG, other Uma compounds, including ensigned, um, 5 and uh, Johnsonine, and 5 Okay, so MSG is a popular in Asian cooking and used in various processed foods in the West. It's an estimate that people's average daily intake is anywhere between 0.3 to 1.0 grams. So let's speak a little bit about flavor enhancer. The flavor enhancing effects of MSG are due to its umami taste, which induces uh, salary secretion. In other words, UMA flavors make your mouth water, which can improve the taste of food. What's more, studies shown that UMA substance can lower the desire to salt foods. Salt is another flavor enhancer. Okay. In fact, some research postulates that replacing some salt with MSG can reduce people's sodium intake by approximately 3% without sacrificing the flavor. Similar to MSG, may be used as a salt substitute and low-sodium products like soups, prepackaged meats, cold meats, and dairy products, okay? So the summary, MSG is derived from lumic acid as amino acid found in your body and many foods. It is a popular food additive used to enhance flavor. It can be used to reduce overall sodium intake when used in place of salt, okay? So... Why do people think it's harmful and why people continue to use it? So MSG got its bad reputation in 1960s when Chinese American doctors um, and New England Journal of Medicine explained it. they got sick after consuming Chinese food, right? Way back then. And they believe the symptoms could have resulted from consuming either alcohol, sodium or MSG. Right. This sparked a host of misinformation about MSG, which was likely related to then present bias against Chinese immigrants and their cuisine. Right. The letter led to um, destination of symptoms as the Chinese restaurant syndrome, which later became the MSG syndrome complex. Later on, numerous studies back in MSG's bad reputation stating that the additive was highly toxic. Okay. However, current evidence questions the accuracy of previous research for several reasons, including a lack of adequate control groups, small sample sizes, uh, a lack of dosage of accuracy, the use of extremely high doses that far exceed the consumed in typical diets, the administration of MSG via routes with little to no relevance to oral dietary intakes, such as injections, right? So today, health authorities like um, expert committees on food additives or the Food and Drug Administration, which is FDA, and then the European Food Safety Association, consider MSG to be generally recognized as, as safe, right? They've also determined an acceptable daily intake of ADI of 14 megs per pound, 30 megs per kilogram, of body weight per day. This is far more than the amount you would typically ingest following a normal diet, right? So, older versus current research on MSG's health effects. MSG, guys, has been linked to obesity, metabolic disorders, brain toxicity. Here's what current research has said about the purported downsizes. So, the effect on energy intake. Older evidence states that by making food taste better, MSG distributes the signaling effects of the hormone, leptin, in your brain. Leptin is charged of telling your body that you have enough to eat. In turn, this is said to increase your calorie intake, right? So, however, the current data of MSG affects on energy intake and is contradictory, contradictory. Some studies have found that it may reduce appetite while others support the idea that its flavor-enhancing uh, properties could lead to overeating, right? So, uh, the, contradic- the contra- contradicting results, right, might have to do with the nutritional profile of a meal. For example, eating MSG-enhanced high-protein meals has been linked to increased feelings of fullness, while this link hasn't been observed with high-carb meals. However, this could also be because protein is the most filling Uh, macronutrient and it might not have nothing to do with MSG. Other studies say that eating MSG-enriched meals could cause you to eat fewer calories and subsequent meals and reduce your energy intake from non-MSG-enriched and savory to high-fat foods. Ultimately, more research and the connection between MSG and energy intake is needed. So, obesity and metabolic disorders. MSG has been associated with increased risk of metabolic disorders, primarily due to animal studies that have been linked to addictive, to insulin resistance, high blood sugar levels, and diabetes. But however, previous research has used imprecise methods for determining MSG consumption, such as injections instead of oral dosages. This could lead to effects on the brain that are not associated with dietary intake. What's more? The current data is contradictory. For instance, newer animal studies have found the association between human substance and anti-obesity effects is contrast other animals and human studies shown uh, no effect on body weight. While it appears that typical dietary MSG intakes are unlikely to influence body weight or fat metabolism and more human studies are needed. So what does that say? We can't say the MSG is gonna kill us. One. We can't say that MSG is gonna make us obese. There's a lot of research that needs to be done, but there's a lot of research that's been put in. So with a short commercial break, I want to have a discussion about the effect on brain health. Don't go anywhere, stay tuned and stay informed. Oh, if I if you just joined into this episode on MSG, this is not the only episode. We have discussions about infrastructure, inflation, entrepreneurship, and the tea about what men don't like about women and what women hate about men. Relationship goals is important. We must know what not to do in our relationships so we won't keep doing it. So, if you want to be informed of 23, Click the subscribe now button and subscribe to something great. An informative platform. A creative platform. Be a part of creators, Content. Content developers. We're waiting for you. we got it, I'm putting Welcome, welcome. I thank you so much for joining Rusty Moyne, your host of the hour. If you just joined in, the discussion is MSG, the good, the bad, the indifferent. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't, get your journals, get your popcorn, get your pillow and get comfortable. If you're riding in your car, if you're getting ready to go out and pop bottles, this is a channel to be informed, be informed before you pop them bottles, put them lids on, turn them tops, get lit, get ready and turn up. Because you know what? We already know this is the Aquarius season, the season of the Aquarius. Look, what are we doing for the Aquarius season? I got a lot of Aquarius in my family. Hey, my friend, soulmate, best buddy. Is an Aquarius. So if you team Aquarius, you in the building, and you know this is the season. Be the season of gratefulness and the season of keeping it real. Because we all know, if you with a true Aquarius, they're gonna tell you the good, the bad, and indifferent. They're gonna give it to you. They're gonna give it to you all. So turn up for the season. Enjoy the season because this is a season of life and gratitude. So if nothing else. Jumping back into my episode. Effect on brain health. It plays important roles in brain function, for starters, and acts as uh, neurotransmitters, a chemical substance for stimulating nerve cells to transmit signals. Some studies claim that MSG can lead to brain toxicity by causing excessive glutamate levels in the brain to overstimulate nerve cells, resulting in cell death. However, dietary glutamate likely has little no, little to no effect on your brain and almost none of it passes from from gut into blood and crosses the brain barrier, right? So overall, no compelling evidence suggests that MSG alters brain chemistry when consumed in in normal amounts. So don't get scared and say, hey, I'm not going to eat Chinese, I'm not going to eat this. This is not a channel of being afraid. This is not a channel of being in fear. This is a channel of informative, right? So some people may be sensitive, some people may experience adverse effects from consuming MSG due to conditions called MSG syndrome complex, which is in an estimate to affect less than 1% of the general population. MSC is characterized by symptoms similar to those described by what? The weakness, flushing dizziness, headaches, numbness, muscle tightness, difficulty breathing, and even the loss of consciousness. The threshold dose, guys, that causes short-term and mild symptoms in sensitive people appears to be three or more grams of MSG without food. So don't be like, oh no, I'm not doing Chinese tonight. Pop those bottles, get that Chinese. Don't be worried. Be informed, guys. Keep in mind, though, that three grams doses is high one. A typical serving of MSG-enriched food contains less than half a gram. One of the additives so consuming, three grams, at one time is highly unlikely. So common foods that contain MSG, animal plant food, chicken, beef, salmon, mackerel, scallops, crabs, and shrimps. That's the stuff I like. Cheese, right? Cheddar, and mineral, right? Vegetables, which is tomatoes, onions, cabbage, greens, peas, spinach, mushrooms, and broccoli. Contains MSG. I'm sorry. Processed meats, pepperoni, bacon, pastrami, sausage, and salami. They're processed. Sauces and dresses, dressings, soy sauce, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, barbecue sauce, salad dressing. Pre-made and pre-packed foods, canned soups, canned tuna, frozen meals, crackers, potato chips, flavor snacks. These are the things our body craves. Condiments, seasoning, blends, and rubs. Guys, I'm sorry to give you the tea on a Saturday night. Additionally, fast food chains like McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and KFC use MSG to season menu items like fried chicken, chicken nuggets, french fries. Keep that in mind. These are the things our body craves, our body draws and develops for these items. The bottom line, MSG is a flavor-enhancing additive that also naturally presents in many protein-rich foods, cheeses, veggies. Although it was considered a toxic ingredient in the 60s, currently evidence has dispelled the myth indicating that MSG is safe when consumed in moderate amounts. Still, you shouldn't eat excessively large doses or consume it if you experience adverse actions, right? Just one thing to know, guys, there's no compelling reason to avoid MSG if you don't experience side effects when consuming it. That said, if you like to reduce your intake of added MSG, be sure to check with the ingredient panel of a packaged food and condiment. Listen, guys, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to let you know that you want to start 23 off right and knowing what's in your pre-processed food, knowing what you're eating, knowing what you're buying. And when you're eating on the road, it's quite possible that MSG might be in the road food that you're eating and your child's snacks and your snacks when you're taking the work. Be mindful of what you're doing in this season. Let this be a season of eating right. Thinking right, living right, walking right, and bringing things right into your system. Because if you're having health complications, it may be in your diet. If you're taking all different types of medications, don't put it on the pres- pres- prescription drugs. Look in your diet. Look within and not without. Guys, I thank you so much for listening into this channel. Just be aware. And most importantly, informed. You'll only me if I let you just for pleasure hey guys if you haven't subscribed to the channel what are you waiting for? don't you want to be involved with something that's honest open interactive could be whatever you want I take it back some. When you want to have a membership with something that's not basic, not normal, but beyond measure, then if that's you, we want you to be a part of our channel. Maybe you want to be a host. Maybe you want to be a guest. Biting, biting into something new isn't always bad. Biting into something old is stagnant something new it's almost February don't allow February to be like last February 23 is a year of positivity creativity honesty but most importantly people stepping up and starting something that they never created before jumping out into a new idea and not having any fear in doing so that's a boss boss up